Get it. <laughs> we all make fun of him. When I'm not even making fun, we're trying to copy him. We can't do it as good as he does. <laughs> no, but I we still laugh it. when I say it. So. I know, right? <laughs> hey, Alex. So, um, well, we'll get all this kicked off in the, the usual way. Thanks for everybody in chat for joining us. And thanks for everybody listening in on the replay. Um, folks in chat uh, of the QTube family, RBMKLL, Adrian Mason, Mallory Gates, Michael Redfern, Piggy at E6 Source. Thank you all wonderful people for joining us today. And um, we're going to keep it kind of light and airy. This is going to be our last uh, live stream of the summer. So uh, we're going to come back in September. And, uh, you know, unless there's any like big breaking news or something we need to have a guest on for, um, in which case you will all get the email and tweets and Facebook posts and all of the stuff beforehand to know about tuning in. <clears throat> but as the uh, title suggests, um, the focus of today is going to be on testimonials. And um, something I, you know, usually when we do these, we're talking about a pretty specific topic and, and uh you know, we don't, uh, you know, even though this is a feature on our website, this is probably, I don't know, it's the, it's the timeline, it's the historical timeline, it's the most popular page on our site. Um, but this is something obviously we've, we've gathered almost, we're, we're, we're about 500 shy of 14,000 testimonials on our site. There is, there is a, uh, an international um uh, website for international testimonials. Our, our site is, we're not exclusive to America, but we, we really are focused on, on U.S. vapors and U.S. testimonials. Um, but we'll get into that a little bit later. And I figured, um, well, as we discussed beforehand, we're both going to talk about our stories. But since we have Kristen with us, I'm going to do a little let's interview Kristen time because <laughs> you, you've been here. You've been with Casas since the beginning. So... Yeah. Um, before we get into to your story, I, I'm sort of, you know, maybe maybe you can give us a little bit of background on how Casas Testimonials Project came to be. Oh gosh, boy! Now you're going to make me try to remember. Um, I threw you a curveball right off. You the did. This is he surprised me with this, you guys. We, this was not planned. Um, okay, so oh gosh, how long have we been doing it now? Because it's been on the last two iterations of the website we've had maybe the last three, it wasn't on the first one. Um, because Casa's been around, we started talking in 2009, the website came around 2010, very, very, very basic. And then there was one after that, that was also very basic. And we did not have testimonials on that. So I'm not sure, but I think the, the most important thing was what we needed to get, we thought, thought we had to get people's stories out there. And and we'd ask people, you know, people just couldn't show up to every hearing or um, don't always feel comfortable with uh, contacting their lawmakers and things like that. So we thought if we had something that we could point people to um, and that people could also, I mean, if you, if you were the one person who showed up for hearing, you could say, you know, here's all these testimonials. And it was really important because a lot of times who was showing up at hearings were the businesses and they weren't always vape shops. They were convenience stores and things like that, who had a whole completely different viewpoint of what this thing was <laughs> that they were selling than we did as consumers. And it was, and, and, 
the other thing was that there weren't a lot of a lot of people didn't believe that we were really out here, that we existed. It was like only teens were using these things, apparently, and and adults don't like flavors and they weren't using them to quit smoking and, and things like that. And so we wanted to get together the evidence, the data. And that was the other thing. I, I, that was the other thing that was really frustrating was they we all knew we were all out there. Things on like, you know, e-cigarette form and things like that. We knew there was thousands of us back then. It was only thousands. Now it's a lot more. But um, uh, I lost my thought. But oh, and, and they kept just saying, well, you know, there's two or three of you and you're giving an anecdotal story. You're just an anecdote. And to us, it was like, well, here's thousands upon thousands upon thousands if we could do that. And at some point, all those anecdotes have to turn into data. You know, you've got all these people. I mean, it's not scientific data, but it is a form of data. And people do surveys all the time and they treat that as data, um, hearsay and things like that. They do it with kids all the time. You know, they go out and they say, hey, how many kids do you know who are using this? Oh, everybody's using them, you know, the whole entire school. Oh, see, and that's what gets reported. You know, so we thought that'd be great to have it on the website so that People could share their story. They could show that this is so much more than what it was being vilified as and that it'd be something that media could look at and and I wish they would look at it more, but <laughs> that media could look at and say, hey, they've got all these adults here who are doing this. So that's pretty much how it came about that I remember. <laughs> nice. nice. Yeah. Well, I, you know, in, in prepping for the show, I went back to um the earliest testimonials that we have on the site and they're from actually uh may um of, of 2013. Um, yeah i thought we transferred some over that'd be about yeah. the right that'd be about the third website yep <laughs> yeah, so uh it's it, it's been 10 years that this is at least 10 years that this has been going strong um and so uh we'll, we'll get into i think some individual uh stories that we've picked out but um maybe we'll make good on our promise here and you can probably kick us off Kristen. how did how did you quit smoking what 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 what, what, what did it for you um i actually well i think we, the it's why we start why we started vaping right yeah and, yeah why did you start vaping yeah and a lot of people say well this is just for quitting smoking and um I had no intention of quitting smoking. This was in 2009. And so I'm coming on what, 14 years, 14 yeah. years, I think next month. Um, and uh, Wisconsin was passing an indoor smoking ban. They finally were getting around to it. We're kind of behind backwoods up here, but um, <laughs> they were doing a smoking ban. And my husband and I were at the Wisconsin State Fair and um, there was this booth that had all these people puffing around it. We're like, what is going on over there? And it was, what the heck? They were, the box was black with silver lettering and it was like MVP smokes or something like that. And they, they oh, I was gonna look them up because I still have some. I've actually saved them because I don't throw my batteries away and there's no place to recycle up here. Um, but I still have some of them and they were the, the white, Sigalikes with the little red LED tip and the tan uh, battery that, or yeah, the battery, I think it was the battery and the filter. No, the battery was the white part. And then the filter was a little tan thing that looks like a filter on a cigarette. Um, very awkward to hold because they were so much heavier than a cigarette. So you couldn't do it like this. You still, you kind of had to 
it was very awkward to hold. Um, and, uh, but we tried them and like I said, I had, I had no intention of quitting smoking. I had tried so many times before I've been pregnant three, three times. I've quit through every pregnancy, always like within a year or so afterwards when I was done, um, breastfeeding, um, I'd always start up again. And, um, again, same thing. We tried just about everything, uh, patches, gums, lozenges, and, uh, I just gave up. I was like, I, I'm, I'm going to die a smoker, but at least I'll die happy. You know, I won't be a uh, BI, you know what, all the time. Um, yeah, my husband got worse than I was when we quit. But um, and then uh, then then this state fair and the guy said, oh, you know what? These won't be covered in the indoor smoking bans because it's not smoke. And we're like, really? OK, cool. And at the time we were kind of we went out a lot more and um and then he said how much it was and how much it would average a month. And we were just blown away by how cheap it was. And he got a menthol version and I got a regular version and um, took them home. They were awful. <laughs> Some of the batteries didn't work. And the flavor just was, it was not quite right. It was more like, my dad used to smoke a pipe. And the flavor of tobacco flavor was, to me, reminded me more of what pipe tobacco, what raw pipe tobacco smelled like, kind of sweet, um, tobacco-y, but not like a burning cigarette, you know? And they didn't really have, they weren't salt, so they didn't really have much throat hit. And I don't, I don't use salts today anyhow, but, um, and I think they were 12 milligram. And uh, I'm looking at this and I'm going, okay, this is an artificial tobacco flavor. So clearly you can use artificial flavors in here. So there's other artificial flavors. Maybe something would taste better. And at the time I was 30, what have been 39, 40 maybe. Okay. So I'm looking for flavors. Any of you out there watching at 40 years old, the tobacco flavor wasn't doing it. And I did go back to smoking for about a week when I was waiting for something else to come, but I found like a peach flavor. And I started a company that did a lot of other flavors. And so I decided to try a couple of different other flavors. And as soon as I found this one, I don't remember even what the flavor was anymore. But the, the big thing was, was that in my searches for different flavors, I came across e-cigarette forum and all these people doing, and I got sucked in <laughs> all these people doing like all these different mods because yeah, bigger tank, what a great idea. And, um, you know, all the different flavors and all the people are like, hey, if you mix this with this and this and well, what's the base? I don't understand. What is it? And we were learning what they were putting in this stuff and, and what and how to make it ourselves so we could get flavors. And then every every once in a while, somebody like Drew had was starting an e-liquid lime and uh, he'd be like, tell me what you want. Here, try this and see if you like it. And, you know, um, and we were all working together to develop different flavors. He, he got me a uh, mocha coffee. Uh, that was great. I never could find a decent chocolate, but he yeah, he developed a couple flavors that I loved. Rest rest in peace, Drew. Um, but uh, yeah, we were just going crazy with all this, trying to find different flavors and how to make the batteries last longer, make the tanks last longer, and all that other kind of stuff. And and like everybody else, I thought, hey, you know, this is great. I quit smoking. I didn't mean to, but I was one of those accidental quitters. Um, but I had quit smoking and. Then when all that stuff started coming out, like within 
because that was 2009. I mean, by the end of 2009, it was already hitting me where all these people were coming out saying, you know, oh, this is another big tobacco thing. This, this is just to get kids on flavor. And that's what I think is crazy when I see people today blaming Juul and stuff like that. No, back in 2009, they were already pulling the whole flavors are trying to hook kids. Kids are going to use this. It didn't matter if Juul never existed. We'd still be dealing with what we're dealing with right now. But uh, yeah, so that's, and then from there on is how Kasai started. So, <laughs> but that's, that's my story. That's how I started. And that's how my husband, it took him about a month longer, um, a couple months actually, because unlike a lot of people, he just felt like something was missing in them. And uh, he, and do you mind if I tell his story real quick? Because sure. it's kind of like, probably kind of like yours, but he, um, he just felt something was missing and we were like adding tons of flavors to it, adding more nicotine. I mean, he was up to like a 36, uh, I think actually 48. And, uh, we were adding like extra, uh, menthol. He just couldn't figure out what was missing. And then we just realized it was those tobacco, um, specific, um, TSNAs. Yeah. The, 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 the mood enhancers and stuff that are in tobacco. Oh, okay. You know, the, 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 like nicotine, but the other ones, you know, because there's other ones in there, and I'm totally blanking on what it's called. Yeah, but totally uh, yeah, they're, they're probably got it. Yeah, it's not. Somebody in the chat remind me what that's called. Um, but it's it's, it's is that it? Yeah, that's it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, um, I had the wrong thing. Tobacco specific nitrosamines is not what you want. Um, no, he was not missing those. Um, yeah, the and and those those are mood enhancers, and he said to me. Um, well, you know, there's this stuff I've tried before called snooze. Um, and, you know, maybe if I did that with this, it would work. And I said, well, what is that? I had never heard of it. And he said, well, it's it, you put it in your mouth. And I'm like, oh, chewing tobacco. No, 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 that's horrible. You're just going to end up with mouth cancer. And that'd be awful. And I went on ECF is what taught me the truth. And, uh, oh, what was Jim? It was Jim something. And I can't think of what his other, what his full name was. But he came on and he schooled me big time. He's like, look at this, look at this, look at this. And, you know, the researcher and me, I went and looked at everything and I was like, holy crap, they've been lying to us all this time. You know, and I'm like, my husband smoked for like an extra two months, one or two months that he didn't have to smoke. And I thought, how many people are still, who could be using this, who are still smoking because they think this is going to cause a mouth cancer when really smoking's got a higher chance of mouth cancer. As yeah. soon as he started using the snooze with the vaping, done. He didn't need any more cigarettes. And and that's another, I think, lesson is that vaping doesn't work for everyone. So mm -hmm. we need, that's why CASA, and that's why when we formed CASA, I was in part of that group that was very adamant that CASA was not just vaping. You know, it was everything because people could need whatever tool in the toolbox that works for them, you know. And he vapes and uses snooze to this day. Nice. Which I know you do too. You do. You don't yeah. vape. You use snooze now. So what's your story? Right. Yeah, I'm just all I'm just all snooze at the moment. Um. So yeah, I uh, I've told my story so many times. I'm sure everybody right? I mean, I, everybody's <laughs> name I could see in chat has definitely heard my story at least three <laughs> times. So uh, thank you for bearing with me at least once more. Um, but uh, I started smoking. Um, I what by my first cigarettes was when I was 13 years old, sneaking wow. you know packs of cigarettes from my dad, and uh, my I remember a, 
my best friend at the time and I, we'd go off into the woods and, or go skateboard somewhere. And, you know, as long as we were <clears throat> not being seen by adults, we'd smoke some cigarettes and, and catch right. a buzz. And no, oh, we, we thought we were cool. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> and then, you know, I actually, I got in trouble at 13 for drugs and alcohol and had mm -hmm. to be like, find a new set of friends, couldn't listen to the same music. I had to, you know, had to listen wow. to some like pretty like major intervention. Yeah, it, well, that's what happens, you know. We got yeah. we got busted on a school trip drinking Robitussin. Oh, uh, so. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so it wasn't until I was 16, um, uh, maybe it was 15, 15, 16. I, I had my learner's permit, and um, I was living in Tennessee, and um, I I got to a point where I was I was really nervous behind the wheel. Anybody who's from Tennessee or has spent time driving around Tennessee, uh, you you probably already know that folks get kind of aggressive down there. Um, oh, really? So yeah, it's it's hairy. Like I, I don't understand it. I, the worst tailgaters in the country live in Tennessee. Um, wow. They're not the worst drivers. That's reserved for Baltimore, Maryland. But <laughs> Tennessee's got some aggressive driving going on. So it was it was really frightening and. You know, this is I'm in eastern Tennessee, so it's, you know, mountainous area, um, lots of hills, lots of twists and turns. And I came to a point where I decided I wanted to drive more than I didn't want to smoke. And uh, I remember I, I, I was going out with some friends one night and I stopped at the Golden Gallon, which is a convenience store. And uh, I was 16, but I could pass for 18. Uh, hmm. And so and I had the whole thing like. If anybody ever asked me for ID in a convenience store, I would just say, oh, I left my wallet at home. So like, not only do I not have my ID, I can't buy the cigarettes. Um, I had a whole routine, uh, but they didn't ask me. They didn't card me. This is the early, early 90s. Right. Yeah. yeah. Early, early 90s. And um, so I remember I bought a pack of I think I bought a pack of camels. And uh, I, I just, you know, I wanted to relax. I was I had to drive all the way across town up on one of the mountains and um, you know, didn't want to be in a cold sweat the entire time. So I started smoking when I started driving, I started smoking regularly when I started driving and, um, that lasted until, uh, I guess my mid to late thirties. Um, it was, I, I the math on it is, you know, 21 years I, I smoked <laughs> right. 21 years when I turned 18, I worked on a golf course where I could, I was outside all the time. Uh, I smoked three packs a day Ooh, and ouch. I didn't, you know, I, I, I didn't, well, was that? Yeah, no, I didn't start smoking spirits until college. Um, when I, when I went to college, I, I, I was smoking two packs of American spirits, the blue, the blue pack, um, okay. a day. Uh, that's a lot. And if you've never smoked an American spirit, they're strong. I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. And I smoked two packs of those things a day. Um, until I woke up every morning and started hacking up a lung and like immediately went to like, headache from just the pressure in my head. Oh, yeah. um, and so I did that for a couple of weeks. Um, I got sick during that time too. kept smoking throughout, but I got to the point where I was like, okay, I can't keep smoking these cigarettes. So I switched to uh, Winston's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Big improvement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, but you know, I didn't, I wasn't, you know, uh, I wasn't getting headache first thing in the morning from coughing too much when I made, when I switched then. But um, so was the wait. Does, can I ask? Is that the American Spirits was the one you started with? No, no, no. I, no. I started on Marlboro Lights that I could steal from. But my then dad. you switched to the American Spirits. 
yeah, when I was in college, I actually I was hanging out with a bunch of you know save the planet environmental people and uh, oh, okay. smoking cigarettes and and the guy who I was I was staying with I was on I was on co op from from college, and uh, he was saying like you know look like if you're gonna buy cigarettes you should buy the good the good ones. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I was just gonna point out that a lot that how many people actually in that time period switched to American spirits and. The reason they did was public health. Oh yeah, it was it was all the rage. I mean, public, that was the public. marketing. Was yeah. you know they're they're all natural and blah blah blah. And, and then right. part of the marketing was like a a, a leaf fold out leaf thing that was attached to the packs that listed you know the thousands of chemicals in, a, in another brand cigarette. Right. Um, but you know it's it's very deceptive. And this is before we had all of you know before we had the Tobacco Control Act, before the FTC stepped in and started oh, you know right. regulating. But- marketing and stuff like that so i was gonna know. go a different direction with that oh, was I, I meant tobacco control you could put that at their feet in a lot of ways because they kept saying here's all this horrible chemicals that tobacco companies add to their cigarettes so the public got this idea i know i knew a bunch of people who used that when they told me that they read when they were smoking american spirits they said well regular tobacco companies put all of these horrible toxins and, and chemicals and ammonia and stuff in their cigarettes. And these are all natural and organic. And so they had this idea. I, I'm not kidding you. They have this yeah, no, idea. I, I, I know. I was, I was, you know, the person who told me to start smoking spirits, that was their logic. That was their reasoning. And, and right. it was, you know, and oh, like don't support the big, bad corporate tobacco companies, you know, do something different. And, you know, it was all, they, it doesn't, I, I mean, them? you can't, I don't. I don't think it's fair to lay that at the feet of public health okay, and in the anti-smoking movement. I mean, it was partially. tobacco companies and deceptive marketing. At the end of the day, what you know, just because there's you know 400 chemicals in a natural American spirit, whatever number, I don't know, um, and versus you know 10,000 in a regular Marlboro right. Light, it doesn't matter. The no. the harmful chemicals that are going to kill you, right. you get them from both cigarettes. Right. So. It's, right. it's this, it, you know, it's, it's, it's like, you know, the Mad Men episode, the very first one where Don Draper saying, wait, Lucky's they're toasted. That's different. <laughs> like, right. you know, that's, yeah. it, that's all it is. And it, it's yeah. just, it's, it was more, you know, deceiving the public about the, the health consequences of smoking well, and this sure, continued yeah. on into the nineties and, you know, up until we had legislation that, that basically yeah. brought the tobacco companies to heal anyway. I'm not, I'm not demi- <laughs> denying that they capitalized yeah. on that, but I'm just saying it was tobacco control that was trying to warn people about all the, com- how this big, bad tobacco companies were doing that. And the tobacco companies went, okay, well, we'll make all natural ones, <laughs> you know, sure. was, but go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. I I, either side was leveraging chemophobia and here we <laughs> exactly. are. So, um, the, the, so I, anyway, I, I continued to smoke into my, uh, into my thirties, you know, for me, it was, uh, you know, linked to everything really, but mostly driving. Um, I, I couldn't get in a car without smoking a cigarette. Yeah, trigger, um, yeah. And, and I had, I had delivery jobs, you know, most of my adult working life. Uh, so that was, it was just, I, I picked my jobs based on whether or not I was going to be able to smoke right. cigarettes. Um, and, and so, you know, I, it, my, my previous job, it was another, it worked for a van rental company um, but I, I had gotten to a point, you know, after 21 years of smoking two packs a day, uh, I cut down to a pack a day after, after I got out of rehab. Um, but, 
I, I got to a point where I, that first and second cigarette of the day, it was like all my energy just got drained out. I was I was just completely wiped out by 10 a.m. And I thought this oh. is this is ridiculous. And it's happening after I smoked the cigarette. So I need to start thinking seriously about quitting smoking. And I was I had been using the nicotine gum for several years on like public transportation. So okay. in places where I couldn't smoke, I was using the gum. Uh, I was I was a dual user. Um, which in, if you're using a therapy, it's called multiple strategies. Um, yeah. So, funny that, um, funny that, but, uh, so I was using nicotine gum, uh, in places where I couldn't smoke for three years. And I got to a point where I could, uh, it, it, it just sort of happened where I would get home from work on Friday night and start chewing the gum. And I would have maybe one cigarette over the weekend and I wouldn't start smoking again until Monday when I got back to work. And so I got the idea, I'm going to take this momentum through the weekend. I'm going to, I'm not going to, you know, buy another pack of cigarettes on Friday after work. I'm going to to let myself run out and I'm going to stick to the gum and I'm going to carry that momentum forward and quit smoking and just switch to gum. And, uh, and I tried that. I, I, I ran out of cigarettes before I even finished work on a Friday. I drove home. I just used the gum and I came back to work on Monday. I got about halfway through my day. And I started, I started feeling kind of high, like it wasn't the worst feeling, but it was definitely distracting. Like I couldn't focus on what I was doing and I, I felt kind of floaty. I mean, it, it, okay. it sort of felt good, but not the kind of good that you should feel when you're operating heavy equipment, like <laughs> size passenger vans. So if I was going to complete my day, I had to go buy a pack of cigarettes and that's, that's what I did. And that was the moment where I sort of resigned myself to dying, you know, smoking and, uh, and that I would probably never quit. And a couple weeks after that, uh, I walked into, uh, an upfitter that we did business with and, uh, he smoked just as much as I did. I mean, every time I walked into his shop, ashtrays overflowing with cigarette butts and Mm -hmm. what we would do when I'd go up there is we'd walk around his shop for, you know, 20, 30 minutes, just bullshitting and, and smoking cigarettes. And uh, I went up there one day and he wasn't smoking anymore. He walked, he was like, yeah, I switched to this. He, pulled, he had a V2 Sigalike. He's like, yeah, I just, I, I bought these last week and I haven't had a cigarette since. I just ordered the supplies online. It's great. And I thought, you know, well, if this guy can do it, I've got to give it a shot. And okay. uh, later that week, it was on a Friday. I, I went up the road to a, there was a Luke Oil up the street on Route uh, um Route 17 in, in North Jersey. Uh, Sopranos fans may know where that is. Um, uh, it's where Satin Dolls is actually located on Route 17. That's uh, near near Paramus. And uh, um, I uh, I bought a Logic Mint e-cig, and I was roped in by the marketing, kind of, uh, or at least it was an additional selling point, which was. Um, it was like 200 puffs or it was the equivalent of two packs of cigarettes, I think. Right. And so they thought, say. Well, you know, this $10 electric cigarette, if that covers two packs of cigarettes, then I'm, I'm saving money. This is great. And so it was just sort of an added benefit. But after a day of using the thing, I quickly found out that, you know, no, it's not the equivalent of two packs of cigarettes. That's ridiculous. 3,500 puffs. Yeah. yeah I, I don't care what anybody who tells you it's the equivalent of X number of packs of cigarettes. They're oh, full wow. of shit. Just yeah. ignore it, buy it for your own reasons. Um, and, but you know, I bought it, I went up, to, I went up to another gas station and I got an enjoy King tobacco flavor 
And I worked with those two devices Friday into Saturday. Actually, by the end of the day, Friday, I, I was you know vaping at my desk and then I'd step outside and have a cigarette later on. And I kept smoking less and less of my cigarettes. And sure. by the end of the day, I was like, I don't want to smoke anymore. I just want to use these e-cigs. I, I know that there, I know that I'm getting nicotine. I can feel the sting. I can feel the drug. Uh, that's that's what I want, and it feels cleaner, and it's actually delicious. So, um, I stuck with what it. Year was that? Where? Year, did I miss what year that you said? Did you say what oh, year? Oh, I didn't was? say, but it, it, it oh. was 2013. It was February, oh, okay. February of February. Yeah, February of 2013. Okay. February 8th, and so <laughs> I. I I remember the date because three days later was when I officially completely switched. But okay. so I, I, I went home, I got through about half my day on Saturday and was feeling like really angry. And I thought, okay, this is clearly not doing what I need it to do. I actually had to go back and chew nicotine gum because the nicotine delivery wasn't, you know, just like you, you were saying with the 12 milligram Sigalike that you got, you know, that's no way was that ever going to be enough. And, and so I, I actually didn't really know how much nicotine were in the Sigalikes that I was buying. I just knew it was there, but it just wasn't replacing everything. So um, I, uh, I went online and I, I, my question was, what am I doing wrong? And uh, that's where I found, you know, Grim Green and, and Phil Vasardo. Um, oh, sure. I didn't find, I didn't find e-cig e forum until I guess it was like three or four, maybe six months later. Um, but I, uh, Nick's Grim Green's videos were very helpful. And at the time, uh, he's since, re he's since remade it. He remade it several years later, but uh, it was sort of the like, so you want to take the next vaping step. And it was a, you know, it was instruction basically and reviews on like how to buy, what to buy for a good, you know, uh, starter kit. And uh, smokeless image was one of the things that he recommended. So I, you know, I watched the video probably a couple of times and uh, and went and ordered uh, uh, the smokeless image starter kit. Uh, they were Sigalikes, uh, but you got it and you got to choose. Because, you know, up to this point, the only things that I've seen in a store are mint, menthol and, you know, cigarette, regular tobacco. And I'm looking at these selections of flavors and I'm like, this is kind of ridiculous. Like <laughs> I got root beer, there's grape, there's pina colada, there's, you know, something that's supposed to be tobacco. So I, I picked five different flavors. One of them was a tobacco, which actually smelled more like popcorn um, than anything else. Um, but it tasted fine. Uh, and and uh, um, yeah, so it that was uh, that. The starter kit arrived Monday evening. I had to go to work and I did buy another pack of cigarettes. I still have, there's, I still have it somewhere over there and there's still six cigarettes left in it. Um, Cause when I came home, my starter kit was there and that was, that was the last cigarette that I, I've smoked. Um, and so, yeah, yeah I have that, have that uh, dipped in bronze then <laughs> like a baby shoe. No, I just keep, it's that. just you know, <laughs> I'm just laying around somewhere next to my TV, I think. And, uh, I think it's somewhere around here. It's just, you know, yeah. I, I may have to, like, uh, you know, uh, cast it in resin or something and just mount it on the wall or make a paperweight out of it. Who knows? Um, 
so yeah and it's been uh it's been 10 years i uh what else did i do oh my my favorite well one of my one of my favorite stories to tell it's very brief <laughs> i uh you know my first two weeks i spent like 450 dollars trying to find the right setup yeah. um, i ended up i, I had a couple of, had a couple of ego c twists that was another okay. recommendation I, I, can't, one point. I can't remember the the tank that i had um but uh it, it was uh i i also can't remember the it, it, mine it, it, it wasn't it wasn't a stardust or, or whatever it was, but it was the one where, you know, it's a tank. It would have like the milliliter markings on the side and the wick it was actually at the top of the wick and coil. The coil was at like kind of the top of a post and the wicks kind of came down like that. Okay. I don't know. It, it was, it's, yeah. it's not the best design clearly, okay. but you know, that was, hey, we were trying all sorts of stuff. Fish. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm just, you know, trying to work it all out. So, um, yeah, and and you know, buying different flavored liquids. I had a honeysuckle tobacco that I had for a while that was that huh. was pretty good. Um, it kept separating though, so I wasn't oh. totally sold on how well that was that was made. <laughs> what um, they, yeah, what were they putting in that? That's weird. Yeah, it, that it sounds just, like oil uh, of some kind. Well, the, the, it was like the nicotine. I remember hearing conversations from people, you know, back in the day when people were still trying to figure all this stuff out. Things weren't being mixed properly or mixed. Oh enough. yeah, we used to have to always. And, yeah, shake you always had to you always had to shake it up. So this was one of those where it was it was a lot of VG, and yeah, you had to let them steep and all that stuff. So, it, but it was it was delicious. Um, yeah, so um, that that was that was how I I switched completely, and then um, I started researching because I knew about the smoking laws. I moved to New Jersey from Pennsylvania, and Pennsylvania had banned smoking, and it was sort of creeping this creeping smoking ban. Um, that eventually covered bars. Uh, and by the time I had moved away, or bef just before I'd moved away, there was that weird restriction where it's like, if you serve food, um, but you're a bar, right. once you close your kitchen at like 10 o'clock, then the whole place <laughs> can be smoking. But until then, you had to have a dedicated smoking section or something like that. Right. Anyway, and then uh, again, smoke. <laughs> so yeah, so I, I I had known that smoking bans were were moving around the country, obviously, and I checked in to see what New Jersey's law said about it because I also knew that unless it was specifically worded that you know it banned vaping, then it it wasn't covered. And I it took me a little while to kind of figure out what was going on, but found out shortly after I switched to vaping in New Jersey that the state of New Jersey had banned vaping indoors. That law took effect in 2010. Um, and they did it by redefining uh, this non-combustion, smoke-free nicotine product as smoking. Uh, very right. unscientific. Uh, and they keep, that's the way they do that. That's just the way that the, the law works. Um, so, yeah. And, and it, was, it was probably, so two or three months after I, I switched to vaping, I started, you know, Grim Green introduced me to CASA. Uh, my first donation was, uh, the, the price of a carton of cigarettes. I donated it to the science fund. Um, and that was, I, I, I may have been too late for that, but, um, I, I think the idea was that went to the Igor Burstyn paper, yeah. um, mm -hmm. uh, looking at it, whether or not, you know, passive va vaping, uh, exposure to secondhand vaping was actually harmful. Right. Um, so, you know, one of the first studies, you know, demonstrating clearly that there was really no risk to bystanders. Um, 
And still see that quoted every once in a while as a source, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's still still totally valid. So anyway, eventually I, I started following Kasa and um, I wrote some blog posts that got shared a bunch of times on Reddit and around the internet. And people were like, hey, you need to come join the We Are Kasa group. And so <laughs> I spent six months kind of interacting with people, mostly reading and listening and going on ECF and trying to get a hold of what, you know, the policy stuff that's going on around the country. Um, and and I, I'll keep it brief and say, and that's how I got <laughs> to where I am today. So. And that's why we started. Hey, <laughs> hey, chat. Okay. So your reason was you actually wanted to quit smoking. Mine was that I wanted to be able to vape when the smoking ban was passed and save money. So in the chat, tell us, uh, tell us what was the, that one reason that if you could had to pick one reason, was it to save money, to quit smoking? What was that thing for you? Um, I, I will say, I, I still count myself as an accidental quitter because I had, yeah. I had given up. It was like you, I, 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 there was that defeat uh, right. of not being able to quit with what everybody, you know, said was going to help. Um, and so I, I was resigned to just continue smoking for the rest of my life. But I was resigned in a way of that. I still loved smoking. You know, I wasn't having really negative. I mean, I had smokers cough in the morning. I'm not going to tell it, not, not going to lie, but I still loved it. I mean, I'd go out drinking just so I could smoke. I mean, <laughs> to me, I liked smoking better. I don't know what it was, but, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's, for me, it, it was secondary to actually quit, I guess is what I'm saying. I didn't have any desire to, you know, but um, I was just going to say too that the, the, the side effect of my accidental quitting was <coughs> that my husband quit, my brother and his wife, my sister-in-law, we gave them, because that following Christmas, we were sitting there with our vape and they were going outside to smoke. And uh, so we got them vapes, set them up the following Christmas. So they both quit. Uh, one, two, three, four of my adult children no longer smoke. They vape. Um, my brother's son vapes instead of smoking. Um, what else? My, my two of my aunts switched to vaping and my, she's not really my aunt, but she's my, she was, uh, she was, well, how old she was? 68, 70 when she moved in with us. She might have been 68 when she moved in with us, and she was just diehard. I mean, she lived with my mom. She was my mom's best friend, and when both her husbands died, they just became roommates. Um, and uh, she was heavy smoker for over 50 years, and I have a picture somewhere of her but uh, sitting in this big chair when she moved in with us, uh, sitting here with, with a cigalike in her hand because for years we tried to get her to switch, and no, no. She didn't want to do that newfangled, too much problems, too much trouble. And uh, one day we were together at the Walmart and I said, I said, oh, here's these uh, Enjoy King things. They're supposed to be like really super light and feel like an actual cigarette uh, in your hand. And you just basically pull them out of the pack, not pack, but you pull it out of the charger like a pack and you just use it. And she's like, oh, OK. And then as we and then it's OK, well, it was worth a shot, right? And then she gets up there and she's like, give me one of those too. And she bought it. And so I have this picture of her sitting in a chair, reading a book. And she's got the thing in her finger, just like a cigarette. I think she just got sick of having to go outside and smoke. And we're all sitting in here still vaping. But that 
she got that and that got her started and that and that was at a walmart who now only sells cigarettes by the way thanks tobacco control um but uh, but she started with that and then we had to go to a vape shop one day to pick up a battery or a part or something i forget what it was and we thought she was going to wait in the car with the kids and she got up and came in and bought this bought this bright red mod thing because she because it looked cool to her um <laughs> But she bought she bought a mod, and then after that she just she had no problem. She's going online, buying, trying different liquids, buying different mods, buying us mods, you know, you know, and, and, and tank styles and stuff like that. And she became a regular, you know, seventy. I think she was seventy two when she passed away. She was probably as good a vapor as anybody out there with you know using going to the vape shop, buying this, that, and the other thing. Had no problem with it after initially going with us, and I think that's the importance of why having that Enjoy King right next to her cigarettes, because she bought cigarettes that day too, but right next to her cigarettes, but she still bought that. And from that point on, for the next five years, she never smoked again. And that's why as Casal, we're always pushing for that. We need these where the cigarettes are. We need these in convenience stores where they're selling cigarettes, you know, and, and that, you're not, you're never too old to switch. I mean, 50 some years she smoked. That's crazy. Thank you for doing that while I was doing that. Um, yeah. Yeah. And just for, just for, oh, for, for, for folks uh, listening, uh, you know, we did ask what uh, people's motivations were for, for switching were uh, in the days when we had some uh, replies here um, for Mallory Gates Legionnaire's disease was uh, was her biggest drive of not smoking. Re Michael Redfern, um, uh, I didn't want to have to go outside to smoke while playing music. Uh, uh, RBMK2 or MKLL, sorry, man. Um, <laughs> couldn't afford Australia's crazy cigarette prices anymore in 2017. Yeah. Um, hopefully, e-cigarettes are cheaper on the black market in Good Australia. William Hokum smoked from nine years old till he was 57, stopped smoking in 2012, started vaping in 2012, never picked up a cigarette since. Congratulations. Uh, Adrian Mason switched because I enjoy the flavor more. Uh, there you that's go. a great motivation ah. for quitting. Hadn't given up. Uh, I had given up. Had give up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get this. Giving I up. Smoking. Giving up. Giving up. Smoking <laughs> after smoking for 25 <laughs> years. Sorry, I got there. Um, so. Oh. And Michael just made my point that he bought his first vape while buying a carton of uh, cigarettes. And then what did Al say? for your backups. <laughs> Al, Al Ben said, uh, smoked for 45 years. Wow. After three days of vaping, was all done with cigarettes. That is awesome. Um, and hopefully every one of you, and I'm guessing every one of you, has already submitted to our testimonial uh, campaign project, whatever you want to call it, on our website. Uh, Alex said at the beginning, we're up, we're really getting close to 15,000, but we've been, we, we jumped up really fast and then we just kind of, do um, you want to pull that up on the screen, Alex? Yep. Um, I probably should show them the other one too at some point, but. Uh, yeah, well, I, I, I'll i start if I can okay. jump in here. Yeah, um, So when I opened up Twitter uh, this evening. Oh, and Michael's and here too. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, Michael Redfern, you're part of this. We have this uh, Dr. Ekaterina Nechitolova. I, I hope that's close. Um, <laughs> just posted a, a, a testimonial on Twitter. 
um, which apparently you can write short stories on Twitter now. Um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, an excellent testimonial. Uh, and uh, I, I just, I'm, I'm not going to read it, but I did want to, um, you know, highlight the fact, um, first of all, thanks for putting all of that on, um, on Twitter, uh, Dr. Nechitalova. Um, and if you are an international listener, viewer, um, we are, I'm trying to not create dead air here, but we the, are like, uh, cooperating yeah. with, I think it's pronounced CAPRA, C-A-P-H-R-A, which is the, I know it's the Asian Pacific Asian or something. I can't yes. remember. <laughs> uh, but this is this That's is so sort of a, a catch-all for like everywhere outside the the United States, um, and so this is at righttovape.org. Um, mm -hmm. I'll put that link in the chat, and you guys can can share that around. So I know we have a lot of international viewers and listeners. Um, if you haven't shared your story yet, righttovape.org is a great place to do it. Um, they have uh, they have over fourteen thousand testimonials there, um, but of course it's the rest of the world. Um, and uh, so does that include some of ours too, though? I thought that included ours. I don't think so. Um, it, it's oh, got some trash. We got, we got some United States folks in here. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't actually know. Well, let's see. Let's see. No. Nope. Yeah. These are from scratch here. We've got Australia, wow. South Africa, Ireland. Well, uh, that's on the last page. So um, uh, and this has been this is this is this hasn't been up for 10 years. So um, right. But if we you are an international person, times as many as we have, <laughs> and, and certainly to um, to the the doctor who shared her her testimonial on uh, on the Twitter, um, if you're listening, uh, definitely uh, share your story on righttovape.org. Um, and Michael, I saw your shared shared your story there, and and I I saw her response and thought, hey, this is a person. Maybe she's new to all of this and would like to would like to share. So. Um, uh, so there's there's that, um, and uh, for those who are not familiar with our testimonials project, it's really easy to find. First of all, if you just Google Casa testimonials, it's the first result, and it looks like this. Um, and it's it's really easy. We've got some prompts to help you think about you know how to put your story together. Any story is is really appropriate. Um, I don't spend your time talking about how you know a specific product is the best in the world. Um, back, looking back at the older testimonials, that's how we sort of introduced ourselves talking yeah. <laughs> about specific, you know, products. I had, uh, I had them up here. Um, <clears throat> I had one from Angela and she talks about using, uh, Angela Forrest. This is from May of, uh, 2013. Uh, she talked about, uh, getting the ego C twist, uh, batteries with the CE five clear -amizer <laughs> slash atomizer. Uh, and, and so that's, that's just how we kind of identified ourselves. <laughs> that is true. I didn't thought, I never thought of that, but yeah, that is true. So, I mean, kind you, of identify with, you know, if you want to let everybody you know is? you're an OG vapor, that? you tell them, you tell them exactly what you're vaping on right down to the battery. Uh, <laughs> right. So, and that you so make your own coils and yeah. 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 So, um, those are the two, uh, test ongoing testimonials projects. Um, and, uh, strongly encourage people to share these things. You know, we've got, uh, um, we've got all summer, uh, <laughs> we've got all, all the time in the world. Um, yeah. 
but uh, love to hear hear more from people. It's always good to to go back and read these. Um, it is uplifting after um, you know years of sort of getting kicked in the teeth by uh, Bloomberg funded organizations. So um, getting some positive stories on our site from real people is is really important. So. Um, we're coming down to the the end here, Kristen. I don't know. Did you 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 had set up a slideshow? Yeah. What? Well, um, yeah. Real quick. I just. It's not any. It's just. I wanted to share that. I mean, the one thing I don't like about our testimonials is that they're just kind of like a wall of words. And hmm. it would be so great if we could have like pictures of real people. You know. I mean, like that picture of my my mom's best friend sitting in the big red chair with the the vape, you know, or the one where you guys probably seen it where my entire family is around the table at uh, Christmas or Thanksgiving. I forget we're all holding up our vapes, meaning we all quit Um, stuff like that. But it's, it's showing that we're real people. Uh, There's things like the, um, the videos, uh, (coughs) excuse me, the, the golden oldies or whatever it is, videos where people uh, they were interviewing them. So if you go on our YouTube channel, we uh, do have, a whole section that I've tried to uh, share those as part of one of the, uh, what do you call it? Lists or whatever it is, but we have a Playing bunch of those videos, a bunch of those videos there. So you guys can, uh, can do that too. And I'd love it if Kasa eventually could do that as well, but um, there's going to be another big revamping of our website coming up and the testimonials uh, format is going to be a lot easier and hopefully we'll be able to upload pictures with that. Obviously, they're going to have to be pre-approved because who knows what people will upload with some people. But <laughs> um, but one of the things that I've been doing recently is I've been adding these, um, these making these sort of memes out of them as they come up and then tweeting and, and putting them on social media uh, to, to highlight them and give something visual to look at and give sort of the feeling to it because I don't have a picture of you guys to share. Um, if you ever want, if you haven't done this yet and you'd love to share a picture of yourself along with it, or you'd like to, if you're willing to share a picture, we'd love to share it, uh, and do something like this with it. But, um, I may, it's things have kind of slowed down lately, so I, I haven't been able to do as many of them. So I may start going back through some of the older ones and finding, uh, finding some different, uh, testimonials talking about things like why they quit, you know, because some, some of them were that they were, you know, accidental quitters or some of them just wanted to save money. There was one of a guy who said he, he switched just because he wanted to save money because he wanted to go on a trip. <laughs> you know, And next thing you know, he's not, uh, he's not smoking anymore. Um, People were how they felt, things like that. So this is what we've been doing or what I've been doing. This lady, she's talking about how uh, she just flavors, flavors, everything flavors. And it's, and that really helped her. And when she couldn't get flavors anymore, she went back to smoking. And sounds like she's managed to find getting flavors again since then. But that's the danger of that. If you are if you are in public health or tobacco control, I highly recommend that you read some of, through our testimonials and see how your policies are affecting these people who have quit sometimes for years and then go back to it. So I've just kind of done them in sort of an inspirational way, trying to get, that's the one where they've talked about the savings. You can go through our, uh, our Twitter account. You probably would come across them, but uh, yeah. So we love to do that. So share your story, be, try to think of things of how you, 
can touch somebody's heart if you can. Be honest, obviously. Be be yourself. Tell your true story. But, you know, they don't care that you used a mod or that you made your own coils or, you know, things like that. Um, we think that's cool, but they're not going to understand the lingo. So try to make it relatable of somebody who's never smoked, never vaped. Don't be angry. I mean, I, it's hard not to do that when you're writing and you start thinking about them batting your flavors and things like that. But try to look at it from the positive side of these were helping me. This is what's, what's happened. We need to bring these back. But tell your story because sometimes we just get people coming on and saying, F the FDA and I don't publish those because they're not your story. That's not, that's not what we're looking for. We're looking for things. And we know, and we know that F the FDA is not funny. So it's not what it's not. Yeah. yeah. Um, No. Um, So, yeah. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going to try to gracefully take us out here. Um, and I, I hope this has been um, at least a, a mild celebration of all that that, uh, that each of us has done to improve our health and, and spread the good word and, and hopefully support other people. Um, and, and as Kristen was saying, uh, yeah, you know, the, the positive aspects of your story, the trials and tribulations you went through before finding vaping or snooze or some other smoke-free nicotine product, um, all of those points make for great stories um, and and can be really helpful to someone who who just needs to quit. We're losing access to vape shops, so we don't get that sitting around in the lounge, uh, chewing the fats, sharing stories about how we switched. Um, And so sharing your story far and wide uh, is is a great way to help people, you know, find what they need. So support people like Mark and talk about your local vape shop and how important they are. That's another good point. Yeah, I did see Mark's comment about being I know, but I'm not sure chair by by terrorists and made to switch. I, <laughs> I know I Mark. I know you, Mark. It's uh, I, I I feel like you're joking around, but there's a part of me that thinks this might actually be true. So <laughs> with Mark, I'm, I'm not <laughs> going to discount. Know. I'm not going to discount it. <laughs> anyway, um, so with that, um, I think uh, I think did we cover everything, Kristen? I, I think so. I think that okay. we're going to talk, tell our stories. You guys tell your stories, share them, share, share this page, share the testimonials. Go, yeah. You know, when we post these testimonials, I get a lot of likes, share them, get them out there. So people come back to look at the link is in there. So I'm, what I'm hoping is that they get shared far and wide. So that brings people back to the website so they can see all the other ones. And maybe they can leave their story too. Exactly. Well, that's, that's a given that we've already done that spiel. I also, <laughs> it's that secondary. I want people to see it. <laughs> so um, with that, I will give uh, one uh, uh, parting legislative update. If you live in the state of Ohio, things have started to go sideways on an appropriations bill. Uh, I'm waiting for some extra details and some feedback. Uh, we should have a call to action up very soon because next week, uh, HB 33, which is a massive appropriations bill, uh, is going to conference committee. Um, this has uh, some some good stuff in it, which is uh, preemption. Uh, so any uh, any tobacco control policies have to be made at the state level, uh, and you know this is something that that a lot of us have been sort of pushing for and supporting for for several years. Um, I know that there's some mixed feelings about preemption out there, but uh, when it comes to public health policy, 
uh, sort of I, Carl Phillips has written an excellent blog post about how the kind of the highest level of government is really the, uh, one of the best ways to, to implement at least smoking and, and drug policy, I think, um, so that we don't have this patchwork of, of policies across the country or even within your own state patchwork of policies among municipalities and counties. Um, so uh, that is in there, but uh, this is a uh, tobacco company amendment that got slipped in at the last minute in the Senate, and uh, it would prohibit the sale of flavored products that have not been through uh, PMTA. Uh, and we've seen this effort repeated uh, in several states. Uh, it hasn't passed everywhere, but, um, you know, uh, the, we we can go on and on about how the FDA regulations aren't really serving the public or public health. Uh, and so there's no reason that the state of Ohio needs to step in and be the enforcement arm of Joe Camel. So um, right. uh, if you are in Ohio, uh, be on the lookout for something coming out uh, probably tomorrow or Monday. I know that this is a weekend and a long weekend, um, but we've got the conference committee meetings coming up next week. So um, just Keep an eye on your inbox if you're in Ohio. If you're not signed up to as a CASA member, then you're you're doing it all wrong. Uh, leave leave this immediately. Go to CASA.org and click on join. Uh, it's free. We don't spam your inbox. If we've been criticized about anything, it's that we don't send out enough emails. Uh, but we are trying to not piss everybody off. So um, we we love your participation. We love your feedback, and uh, and we need it. So. Um, uh, join CASA, get the email alerts, follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, get alerted to fun things like this when we come back in September. Um, and uh, while you're on our website, make sure to visit our store. We've got t-shirts and you can put the designs on mugs and mouse pads and all kinds of stuff. It's one of those places um, and uh, advocate in style. Uh, Danielle has made some wonderful designs that you can wear around town and let everybody know that you quit smoking by switching to vaping and you think that everybody should have the same opportunity you did. Um, so, uh, did I get all of the things? Well, we spent the entire time talking about testimonials. He so didn't need to do yeah, that. Yeah, so I purposely so. <laughs> left that off. <laughs> the store, join, uh, check out your Facebook state group. We've got uh, state groups for every state include and also Puerto Rico and Washington, D.C. So make sure you're in there because we post replays to the shows, we post the newsletter links, we, um, in any updates, calls to actions that Alex worked so hard to put out that we uh, will post those there too. That's the first thing I do is go to Facebook groups that right after I put it on Twitter. So make sure you join those groups. We're also on Instagram. <laughs> I, I think that's that it. So. Did you? All right. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was looking at the, trying to figure out all the, what everybody was chatting. <laughs> <laughs> so all right well with that bad. with that everybody enjoy the long weekend enjoy a long summer or uh, just a regular summer who knows it's probably going to be long um <laughs> so uh we will see you guys back here in september unless uh something catches on fire and we need to to break in with some unscheduled yeah. programming we, we stay away from fire yeah <laughs> All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, happy Father's Day to everybody who's a dad. Uh, happy Father's, Father's Day. Day. So happy Father's Day. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks. <laughs>